You're listening to The Final Stand with Pastor John. My uh, software upload here, just give me a second. You can just see all my software is uploading. Okay, there we go. All right. I am back. And uh, the background sound you hear is uh, it's called a s- s- swamp cooler. <laughs> a little sound effects there, s- s- swamp cooler. <laughs> because it's putting, anyways, it puts out water. So I think that's. God bless y'all. Good to see you. Um, I was. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be careful what I say here. You know. I don't know what to say. Okay, I got to be careful. And, and that's uh, what would you say? So I'm not gonna say much of anything about certain things. But. Uh, I had a prophetic word that um, was about Nancy Pelosi, and uh, I forget the other lady, um, her name right now, but I I had a a vision that they would crash and burn, and um, in other words, things wouldn't go their way. I believe that uh, the one lady just got taken out. They, uh, she lost all of her political race there. Yeah. Let me see here. Um, trying to find it. Anyways. Um, yeah, there was it, it had to do with Nancy Pelosi and I forget the other lady's name, but anyways, uh, it was a vision that I had that I saw Nancy Pelosi and the and the the lady the Muslim lady that just lost her race. I had a very, very vivid vision and I was like in the vision and it was not a dream. And like Nancy Pelosi was driving a motorcycle and that Omar lady was in the back of her and they went over this hill and then they crashed. Boom! <laughs> Some of you, anyways. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Um, because uh, because you can be uh, shadow banned. So I've been gone for like, what is it, like seven, eight days? And I'm back again. I appreciate you guys. You know, some of you have been watching me on my backup channel. And uh, some, some of the videos that I tried advertising on my backup channel... 
they would not let me put them up. So um, we've got, we just started that channel, or started putting videos up on that channel regularly, like whenever this one goes down, um, we've done that. And uh, we just need, to, we want to get it to a larger viewpoint there. So it's a backup channel. Anyways, more large, more, more people viewing. God bless you. So let me get into the, the prophetic right now about uh, what I'm seeing and um, happening. Okay, I've, I've had several different prophetic words. Okay. I had a an experience. I've had experiences like this before. And I saw a woman named Karen Wheaton. I personally don't know her. My wife listens to her program, and I guess she preaches and sings. She's in Alabama. But I went and did some research on her, because now I know she's in Alabama. But she's like a preacher of righteousness and truth. I believe, and by the way, I believe personally that anyone who is, is preaching righteousness, preaching repentance, they are prophetic. Because if you ever studied the prophets, they always called people to repentance and to return to God. That is what their, that is what their main thing was to do, was to warn people of coming judgment if they did not amend their ways and to encourage them to return to the Lord so they could be blessed. And they were preachers of righteousness. And so this woman is a preacher of righteousness. So in the vision I had, she said this. She said, an event. She said, another event. That's what she said. Another event will happen by next Wednesday. That's what she said. She said, another event will happen by next Wednesday. Okay, now, let me go and see something real quickly. I'm going to have to kind of jump around here to do this, uh, so be patient with me as I do this. And again, um, I've got a lot that I've been doing, so to be honest, um, this is not really easy for me to go here and do all of what I'm doing. So, Okay, so let me... Um, give me one second as I go here I'm going to my other channel my backup channel because I don't know the titles okay okay so um, that was that was three days ago that I received that prophetic vision and I believe that see that like you know Alabama is a place of of a lot of people that have more Christian values that, that fear the Lord. Not all of them. I get it. There's reprobates there too. But trust me, I live in, in California. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but she was, and, and I think that's one of the reasons too. But let's watch on all of it. But what I heard was that another event would happen by next Wednesday. 
and that was three days ago. So I don't believe that it it could be um, that it was speaking about by this Wednesday, but I, I I tend not to think that. Like you know, like if you were in school and it was Tuesday, and the and and the teacher said next Wednesday we're having a test. You know, if you showed up the next day with ready for the test, uh, she would say, "I said next Wednesday, not this Wednesday." You know, uh, so I, I think that it, that's what that meant. Um, I mean, some major events have happened in the world since this, to be honest. Uh, and it, it, but I honestly, if you know of anything major that's happened that I don't know about, that's major because the word event, I had to look that up after I heard that. I think it's political, personally. Um, and the word uh, event literally means something that is essentially important. That's that is literally word for word verbatim. Something that is essentially important. So it's not just like you know, uh, you spill your coffee or uh, you know something like that, or you drop your keys. An event is something that is very eventful. Um, so I heard that, and then I also. The Lord spoke to me and said more events. He, he, he spoke to me and said more events are going to happen. So we're going to see um, a multiplication of events that are going to happen here in this season that are going to happen uh, that you'll be able to see and watch on the news and television. Another thing that the Lord spoke to me, and, and I want to kind of address some of this stuff also. We have a, a, a prayer meeting here seven days a week, and... Uh, and so in the morning and uh, in that prayer time, as I was sitting in the chair that I a lot of times pray in, the Lord spoke to me and he said that there was going to be more people exposed. And okay, and I did a video on my other website uh, that you can go into the description area and subscribe to that. It's my backup channel. And then, so anyways, um, then the following day, which would have been yesterday, I just never got time to put up the other video. Um, I was just like, Lord, what is what is going to be exposed? I know you've told me before. Uh, I've had two or three or four words about this over the last couple of years. There'll be a lot of exposure. And uh, the Lord spoke to me, and he, and he said secrets. So this is a season that secrets will be exposed. And there will be an increase of events that will occur. Um, and you're going to see this happen. Now, I want to share something because I feel that it is on the Father's heart for me to share this. A lot of times the Lord will speak to me uh, during times of prayer. Uh, so I go to the gym and not because I'm like this weightlifting, you know, crazy person. Uh, and, you know, people are like uh, my camera, you know, they're like, wow. Oh, uh, camera sometimes or the way that I use my camera they make you look different but if you use a cheaper camera it makes you look a lot different than you actually are and uh, people are like oh you've been weightlifting and stuff well I always I always look like that that other camera's messed up you know the other the, the way that it was shot messed it up but and, and I'm saying this is not it's a digression I'm not talking about the flesh the world and I go to I have two two of my grandchildren if you know living in my house because last year, both of my sons-in-laws died, okay? Both of them did. One was hit by a car walking across the street from Walmart, and the other one died of a seizure. Uh, one was February the 9th, 
or the February the 3rd and September the 9th of last year. So we lost both of our sons last year. And I actually forget what my digression was here. Oh. So anyways, we've had a lot of stuff happen and everything, and, uh, and I, I honestly, God, I lost my uh, lost my train of thought. Let's let's pray that it comes back. <laughs> and I'm sharp as a whip, man, but I'm tired. I've been burning it on both ends. And um, oh, so why do I go to the gym? See, there you go, boom, back on target. Uh, some of you young people couldn't lose a thought like that and get find it again, but. Why, so I go to the gym. I got two grandchildren living in my house, uh, three, three and a half, or th- almost three, and the others uh, ten months behind. And so it's one of my places to go and pray and seek the Lord. So we're keeping this focus. And so I do that. I go down. I spend three hours there. I bring my my headsets. I listen to preaching. Um, and like afterwards, after I did that, I went to like a park to sit down, study, and pray and seek the Lord. Uh, my point in saying all this is this, listen, God is, you have to slow down to hear from God. You've got to learn how to decompress and defrag. You know, like in the men's prayer meeting, I'll get prophetic words often. In the uh, visions in the men's prayer meeting, um, things that, that I've shared here in the men's prayer meeting that I have seven days a week at my house. Boom, had it there. It's a time of meditation uh, and uh, on the word and prayer. Um, at the gym, I'm 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 a, a way where I can just be totally focused and try to listen to the word. I try to listen to the word for like two hours, three hours. Sometimes I, I work out that long. Uh, I used to be a runner when I was younger, so I'm used to like you know, I used to run a 25 uh, mile day. I ran seven days, uh, seven miles every single day. Then I did a 25 all day and did longer runs than that too. And um, you know or more strenuous runs than that. So I'm just used to doing stuff like that, and I believe that my body's the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I want to keep on preaching until I'm old, so you can do all that stuff. But my point is, is you hear God when you cut away things. And so the gym is one of those times for me where I just cut away. I get away from everyone. I can just listen to the Lord. A lot of times I'll be on a treadmill and the Lord will talk to me. Um, I'll be sitting, getting resting between reps because I'm tired, and the Lord will speak to me. Uh, things like that. And my point is, is are you in a place where God can talk to you? Or are you going so fast that you'd never find sanctuary in a place that you've established an altar time be- between you and God? And even if you're busy, like me, I've got my two grandchildren now living in here because uh, Sam, uh, he was the one that had a seizure and died. Um you know, there was other uh, things involved in that, but we'll just get into that part. Um, so now we've got two of my grandchildren here. My other daughter has remarried, and um, so my other grandson is over there with the other, uh, my new son-in-law. Um, and uh, so it, it was... Uh, uh, Anyways, a tough year, but the point is, is you gotta you gotta make do to hear from God. You 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 have to do that if you want to hear from God. Uh, this is just something. It's it is. I I believe this is a prophetic word from the Father's heart. Is can God can God can God find you sitting down or running on a treadmill, but where you're totally focused? I'll be praying in tongues on the treadmill. 
You say, hey, you put people around, yeah, sure. But you can do things quietly where people don't know. I, I pray in the spirit while I'm weightlifting. And and uh, that's what I do. I'm just like, so I'm just, I'm focused on praying in the spirit while I'm weightlifting. I'm running the treadmill mill and I'm, I'm praying in the spirit. I'm listening to the word. You have to do that. And, and so many people today, because they're running after the almighty dollar, they, uh, they don't make that time for the Lord to get quiet with him and to seek his face and to wait on him. And you've got to do it. And, and um, you know, <clears throat> I notice when you're really closer to the Lord, and, and I'm not talking backslidden, the knots, we're not talking anything like that. But I'm just talking when you're really pressing into the Lord, uh, that you'll notice the prophetic sometimes is so clear. Like that word was an event, another event will happen by next Wednesday. And um, I don't think that that meant this Wednesday. Um, nevertheless, you could let me know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, uh, one of my brothers said, well, that, if you got it like on Monday, that would mean this Wednesday. I said, no, I don't think that. I think this Wednesday is this Wednesday. Next Wednesday is next Wednesday. I think I'm right about that. So anyways, uh, I'm thinking that something will happen by next Wednesday, which is uh, now now it's actually, yeah, Anyway, this coming Wednesday now. <laughs> anyway, this is Wednesday. Oh, yeah, caramba. So, hold on one second here, y'all. I got to go back to my other program on there because if I don't, I can't hear my backup, and I've got to have technical stuff on here to make sure that I'm not uh, uh, talking. You guys can't even hear me. That does happen sometimes. I forgot about my backup here. So, forgive me, but this program needs to be done technically right and I need to hear what I'm doing so we're back on there hallelujah so okay there we go all right God bless you um, hello and blessings I, I, I am having issues on my other account I'm not able to post in chat well God bless you and welcome here I, I uh, sister um, that's the, the, yeah. I know we we don't, we don't want to talk about these people here. <laughs> you got to be careful. So this is the uh, you know this is the underground. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I'm I'm just going to be sign. I'm uh, downcast right now. Hey, Aaron, I'll try to talk to you, bro. I'm sorry. I've been really busy. Um. I'm sorry to hear that here. Hopefully we can encourage you. Johnny, Daniel, God bless you. Amen. If you're not in the chat area, you can come on in here. You know, you know, maybe you need to fellowship with some other believers. Uh, I know that some of the people that uh, watch my program regularly have become good friends with the other people here. I'd say that if you want to reach out, some people have told me, I don't have brothers and sisters in the Lord to talk to you. Well, there are some right here. And, um, and uh, you know, maybe you can make some... Uh, connections with them but only you know brothers with brothers talking sisters with sisters talking as far as getting numbers or whatever i'm just saying that out there because i've made a big network of people here um i've got friends from all over the world and uh i actually i'm friends with these people and um not just the people that meet here at my house but uh you know i'm actually friends with people and i because i they reached out to me and you know like aaron we talked over the phone a million times, and um, Johnny, that's out there. We've talked over the phone a bunch of times. He's actually friends of mine, 
that we've we made friends over the years talking using this not just as a you know narcissistic uh, Facebook. By the way, if you are watching Facebook, um, my Facebook channel is not up for uh, anybody to have uh, subscribed to it. Uh, you're saying you're kidding? No, we are starting um, an independent Facebook that is this area, okay? Because where I live in Squaw Valley. Um, they basically have like a communist Facebook. And if you're a Christian or conservative, they try to block you. And we live in an area that's in the mountains. And there's only 3,000 people here in the whole community of Squaw Valley. And then there's like uh, maybe a couple more thousand up more in the mountains. We live in the mountains below the Sequoia National Forest. And uh, so we decided to start a... a, um, a uh, an alternative Christian, uh, it, it's, I forget what we called it, it's called something like a alternative Christian Facebook for people in Squaw Valley and Dinuba. So if I don't accept you, um, it's because it's actually just for people out here. We're trying to reach this community. And um, I believe that the three of us, uh, the three brothers here, uh, we've got this house, and there's two other smaller places here on the on the small ranch uh, that there's people living in, and um, this is an actual 513 ministry. So we actually live here. So they're going to be uh, we're going to be writing stuff. It's in that Facebook to try to reach this community more. Um, so, anyways, so if you're like, why isn't John accepting my Facebook request? Well, because this is really just for this community up here in this area um so i've got a lot of people trying to request you know but that's not about this is not it's i want to keep it uh in fact if somebody doesn't know like uh there's gonna be two questions it's like what is what is uh what is the what is uh the uh, statue at the um the library here in town and if, the, if people don't know what the statue is at the library in town, then they can't be a part of the Facebook. They have to, they have to prove that they're here. Or um, what are the two different liquor store names here in this area? And if they don't know what they are, because this is a country town, there's nothing here, um, then they can't even join that Facebook because it's for this community. So I was just putting out fires in case anybody doesn't know why I'm not answering their request. Okay, so God bless, God bless you, Ernest, uh, Jill, Aaron, Amen. Uh, I'm not sure uh, how to say that other thing, but God bless you. And uh, <laughs> I know you told me that you had got blocked. God bless you as well, Daniel and Johnny. God bless you all, and good to see you out here. So let me share also. So again, like I said, these are things that uh, are clear words. Let's be praying. And I just really believe that we're living in, in a momentous time. Um, you know, I, I did post the video yesterday and I talked about, um, and I forget which video what it was on that other website that I posted, but, um, but I posted a video uh, about my vision of the American flag and that how I saw, and that vision was from a year ago, that... 
and I shared that there's going to be a lot more um, there's a lot more conservative Republicans in the United States of America and in the vision that I saw we were basically crushing it when it came uh, to, in the future in other words, we were really taking it and um, and I, I, I told you it, it looks like we're going to be it looks like we're doing that right now um, I think that lady Omar she lost that um, Liz that that rhino lady she lost major losses and we're, we're taking it back but but uh, but the Lord is going to do some major things in the United States of America and you do need to prepare um, yourself spiritually mentally uh, for what's coming and uh, I, you know I, I'll say this to y'all we're in the end times if you don't recognize that uh, and that doesn't mean that, that, that Jesus is going to come out and come right now as I'm speaking but we're in the last days um, and um, I believe it's an accurate and true prophetic word that I'm going to say right now and that is this time is short repent and I think I should say it this way, but repent. Time is short. Jesus is coming soon. And I believe that is, is a, a true prophetic word. Repent. Time is short. Jesus is coming soon. And I believe that's the truth. Uh, your eschatology doesn't have to agree with me, but we're in the end times. And if you don't discern that, that means you're, that you need ISAF. Um, we can, you, if you can't feel the spiritual intensity of this hour, um, it is it is so spiritually intense, and, and the darkness is is. And I'm not glorifying the darkness, but the darkness is heavy. It's definitely an hour of gross darkness upon the earth, and you have to pray to have the uh, the wisdom and the discernment on how to traverse this time. It is it is. If, if you don't stay focused, okay, you won't hear the Lord. And and you really need to hear God in this time. You really need to hear God in this season. Because this is like no other season uh, ever. This is a momentous time that we're living in. And, you know, we are not to be retreating. We are not to be running. We're, we are to be taking ground. We are to be... Uh, going out and saving the lost, we are literally to be pressing in in this time and and taking ground, and that means casting out devils, raising the dead, preaching the gospel, healing the sick. We are not to be a, a a church in retreat. Okay, that's not biblical. Okay, our focus is to be uh, on taking the enemy's kingdom and destroying it and spoiling it and advancing the kingdom of God in these end times. That's what our agenda is. And we've got to be aggressive. You know, what happens is I've pastored several times in my life, as you know, my, my testimony. But let me tell you something. What happens is uh, this, you know, this is what happens. And maybe you're this pastor. This has happened to you. And, and I'm going to tell you what happens. You go out. And I've worked in, you know, in, in building churches. You go out and you work hard. You, you, you're, you're intense. 
you're you're on fire you're spiritually violent and and and, and uh, you're hungry for the lord and you go you're just like and there's just this there's this like there's fire there even though you just might be starting off with just a handful of people there's a fire because they're hungry people um it's like what Rick Joyner said when he had a vi- when he was like caught up in a vision in heaven, and the Lord told him, "I'm I, I I'm more pleased with a small group of people that that are like three or four people that are intense on worshiping and serving me in a in a congregation than a church of like fifteen or twenty thousand where they're lukewarm." Let me tell you. So what happens is is that ministries will pursue hey let's get to a thousand let's get to five thousand let's you know let's get to 500 whatever their their level of what they consider success is and they're like if i could just do that and then they they get there and when they get there they feel like they're in the promised land but see this earth is not the promised land and so then they go into they basically go into on their laurel, laurels. They lose their intensity. They lose their violence. They lose their hunger. They lose their thirst and their being on fire with the Lord. And the church just goes into becoming a Laodicean church because now they've arrived. And since they set their standards based on a number rather than on an intensity of commitment, did you hear that? They, they 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 set their their eyes on a number rather than an, an intensity okay of commitment and, uh, to the Lord begin to smolder out and this this is where pastors become professional pastors and where they go to die because then if they get their thousand people or two their five their 500 people then they're like well now I've got to keep this and so then it's like well people are like hey I, we don't really like that you preach on repentance too much we don't like that you you teach a person to fall away um maybe you could kind of just tone that down a little don't talk about the blood of jesus so much and now the pastor he's accomplished what he's wanted which is his his mark and so then even preachers of righteousness begin to wane and stop preaching the truth and i'm going to tell you something and this is not uh, this is the truth this is uh, and this is not uh what I said, this is what somebody else said, but I agree with it 100% wholeheartedly. Um, it was Rick Joyner who said this. Um, he said, it is the people who know the truth that will endure the darkness. It's people who love the truth and love Christ. See, knowing the truth isn't going to make you endure. Believing the truth isn't going to make you endure. You've got to love the truth, and you've got to hate evil. And that's, that is a prophetic word today. I mean, that is prophetic, okay? And, and, and that's in my heart. That's how I, I you know, that's, that's my desire of my life. And so um, that's, that, that we cannot lose that intensity, that intensity for God. That, that, is, that is something that the, the Lord has really, I felt this morning in the men's prayer meeting. I, could, I, I just felt like I was getting a prophetic strong word, definitely was a prophetic word from the Lord, about just being intense, that you've got to be on fire with the Lord. You've got to get rid of anything that makes you lukewarm or indifferent or uncommitted to God. 
you've got to cut down everything that's not of the Lord. And you've got to be all in for the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Because if you're not, then you're walking the fence. You're going to be taken out. Because this is not a time where you can live in compromise. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, the spiritual warfare wasn't like it is today. The intensity it is today. The darkness that is covering the earth is, is, is not the same. And if you are lukewarm or indifferent, you're going to be a casualty of war. I'm sorry. I don't care that you know the truth. The truth is knowing the truth and loving the truth are two different things. Believing the truth and loving the truth are two different things. And and what you need in this 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 generation needs to do is is to be lovers of the truth. And that means there's going to be obedience because Jesus said, "If you love me, you'll keep my commandments." And that is where we are spiritually. Okay. And uh, let me get these other glasses on. Sorry. Um, let me. Uh, let me let me share a word for you real quickly that has been in my heart and um, more stuff understanding here. Genesis 3.3. In Genesis 3.3, it talks about the devil saying to Eve, God doesn't want you to eat from this tree, which was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He said, God doesn't want you to eat from this tree because in the day that you eat, your eyes will be open and you'll be like God. He promised her wisdom. And then you read read on and it says that Eve saw that the tree was attractive and it was good to make one wise. Do you know that knowledge never makes you wise? That's the Greek thought. And it's, it's pervaded Christianity. And um, and I want to tell you this, and I'm, I'm saying this, is gonna, you're going to think this is interesting or strange, but it is strange. Okay, and I'm saying this, is I have uh, acued over life uh, a couple degrees, but I believe that the reason I have is to, is to say this, that they did nothing for my spiritual knowledge at all. And I'm talking in theology. They did nothing for my spiritual knowledge at all. Degrees do nothing. My revelation came by the Holy Spirit. And that, to be honest, um, I think people ought to study the Word, and it's good to have Bible schools and stuff. But most of the Bible schools corrupt people and make them reprobate. And so that degrees are basically like um, they're worthless for most part. And, and, and so uh, I just want to let you know that. You're saying, well, why would you say that? Well, it's just it's the truth. Okay. And so knowledge does not make you wise. That, that's unbiblical. That's a lie that Satan has given. And the church, thinking that knowledge makes you wise, and because people think that, um, that wisdom looks good, they think that knowledge is wisdom and they pursue it, and then they just regurgitate a bunch of information. And that is not what wisdom is. Okay? Knowledge does not make you wise. That's not biblical, okay? And under, when you receive understanding of knowledge, that's the beginning path to wisdom, okay? Because knowledge is benign, okay? It's in admin. It's, it's, it's not living. Knowledge, okay? 
just ink on paper. But but understanding is when you receive revelation of the knowledge. Okay. And the reality is it's a little different. Comprehension is not the same as of revelation because sometimes people comprehend what the word says, but they don't have revelation. Revelation is when it penetrates your spirit. It saturates your inner man and it begins to cause transformation. It becomes it becomes a catalyst for change in actions. And unless there's actions with your faith, your faith is dead and it's benign. Okay. And James didn't wasn't saying uh, he wasn't talking about alms or passing out tracts. He was saying that faith has to have good works, meaning your life has got to be producing fruit. Okay. You can't just say Lord, Lord, but be a worker of iniquity. You gotta be producing fruit. Okay. And so knowledge is not wisdom. Understanding knowledge is when you receive revelation. It is not comprehension, which is natural reasoning. And the word of God is not. Paul said that we understand the word of God by the spirit. Some people have studied the word and their natural understanding by their reasoning. And they've gone to institutions and they've been institutionalized. And they come out with a bunch of garbage. Okay, I got baptized with the Holy Spirit as a young man, and the Holy Spirit led and guided me and gave me revelation before I ever studied or got any degrees or anything. Okay, so I want to make you make it clear to you that it's revelation, and I'm, I'm going to get into some more of this wisdom because people need wisdom today. People need wisdom today. Like my new glasses, y'all. Went to the doctor. She did some tests on my eyes. I have hazel eyes. And she says, John, your eyes are getting very, very light sensitive. And so uh, I've even got a, so these actually are a special type of, uh, you can wear them at night. Is that weird? You can wear these at night and you see better. It's a, a special type of lens actually that I got. And you can, you can wear them at night and see better because I, I get like sun blind, uh, light blindness. And so... Anyways, and this helps me with my program and the lights here, too. Okay, so I want to get into this. I want to give you a definition of what wisdom is. Understanding what is right and doing it, that is wisdom. Okay? Uh, Don't steal that. It's copyrighted. (laughs) Okay? Understanding what is right and doing it's wisdom. So even if you receive revelation which means now you have understanding of the knowledge doesn't mean you're wise okay understanding what is right and doing it that is wisdom so we get we and that is what we have to understand so don't be deceived and therefore, when people say, hey, living righteous doesn't matter, we know, they're, we know they're foolish. Okay? We know that from the teachings of Jesus, we know they're foolish. Why would we listen to fools? Okay? 
let me go here a little further on here. So now if you take this scripture that I, uh, I'm going to quote now, it's, it's the reverse of what I'm saying. Okay, so listen to this. But first let me just say what the Lord gave to me. Understanding what is right and doing it, and doing it that is wisdom. Okay, understanding what is right and doing it, that's wisdom. So I believe that wisdom first place is not to mystify somebody. That's useless because if you are to communicate God's truth to people and you do it in such a way that they they do not understand what you're saying, okay, then you are not a good communicator or teacher. Okay, so we want to put the cookies on the lower shelf where the kitties can get them. So wisdom is not to mystify people, which means to make people uh, uh, confused or, or, or disoriented and like, what in the world is this person talking about? But, uh, but wisdom is to simplify. And I believe that most of what Jesus said was, which everything Jesus said was wisdom, and, and even a child could understand really what Jesus was saying. Because wisdom is very simple. The Bible says wisdom is simple for the wise, but it's but the but the, but the fools they can't reach it. They can't even comprehend it. And so wisdom is very simple. And so wisdom is, again, understanding what is right and doing it. That's wisdom. So in a generation of people that glorify knowledge is wisdom, which again is the trick of Satan. And then we make gods of knowledge. You notice people are have the gods of knowledge, right? I mean, it says that in Corinthians 13, it says that knowledge puffs up, okay? When a per- person is pursuing knowledge without revelation, which gives understanding for application, then it's worthless. Okay? You're not going to receive rewards in heaven for what you know, but for what you do. Does that make sense? That's right. Okay, so let's go on. So we see that scripture now, the opposite of what I just said, understanding what is right and doing it, that's wisdom. Now James, which is considered a wisdom book, James chapter 4, verse 17 says this. He said, to him, to him that knows what is right and doesn't do it, it's evil. Okay, so let me go there, actually, and quote it correctly. Pardon me for that. Uh, So James, James chapter 4. Oh, wow, I got hijacked here. James chapter 4, because my Bible on uh, line, you know, uh, I didn't pay for to get rid of the ads. (laughs) And I got hijacked on my Bible there for a second. It's trying to take me to, like, some scripture thing or something. Okay, so James chapter 4, verse 17. To him that knows to do good and doesn't do it, that is sin. And what is sin according to the Bible? Sin according to the Bible is folly. I could show you scripture after scripture that it says that they, they sinned and did foolishness. Over and over again. Sin to sin is foolish. No sin is wise. Okay, so this scripture is the opposite of that. Therefore, to him, what I just said before in the beginning, that is that understanding what is right and doing it, that's wisdom. 
Okay, what's 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 foolishness? James chapter four verse seventeen. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doth it not to him that is sin. That's sin. That's foolishness. Okay, so, but I want to get into more on this subject here today because this is gonna is gonna help you. In academia, people are told it's through just the 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 cognitive functions of the brain, your your in intellectual aptitude. Um, it's your ability to ascertain or assimilate or comprehend that is going to make you excel. But listen, in the Bible, this is not how we understand the Bible. Uh, Paul tells us that, that the things of the Spirit are understood spiritually, not by the natural man. So it's not your intellect. But we got a lot of intellects in the church today. we got a lot of knowledge that promises to make people wise. But this is not wisdom. That's not wisdom, okay? It is not wisdom. So I'm going to talk to you about. Uh, let me let me go into this real quickly. I, I've talked about it, and and other people have heard the word, the difference between the word logos and rhema, and in in, in reality, logos is speaks of the written word, and rhema speaks of the breathed word. But in one sense, the Logos and Rhema are exactly the truth. And so someone could argue that the Logos and Rhema are exactly the truth because in one sense they are, and in another sense they're not. And that's called duality. That's an actual word. It means duality. That something can be both true and false in a sense at the same time. That is, in this sense, it's not false, but it's just true that Rhema is a breathed word of God and a Logos is a written word of God. But at the same time, they're both the same as well. And they, but there's a rhema that God can speak to you personally that's not in the Bible. But also, the word of God at one point was a rhema. All scripture was a rhema and still is if you have the spirit. That's true. You say, wow, I didn't, that's it, true. And I'm going to tell you something on this. So I, 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 I'm going to tell you something about this. Do you understand that the Bible literally is prophetic? from Genesis to Revelation and that you getting a vision or I getting a vision is not a higher revelation than the Bible. Okay? And that that people have gone in between glorifying knowledge as wisdom, that's wrong, people have gone in the direction where they're like, in the rhema is more important, a prophetic word is more important than a logos word. No, listen. Every logos is a rhema if you're born again. But it's not. A, it is not a personal rhema. That is a word that God is prophetically speaking to you. Um, that is like that is just uh, like a word like go move over to New York or I want you to be a missionary in Papua New Guinea. Okay. Okay. That is not that type of a prophetic rhema. But the Word of God is living. The Word of God is spirit. Jesus said the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The Word of God is not dead, people. And, I, and, and uh, let me go to that scripture. The words that I speak, they are spirit and life. So John 6, 63 
Okay. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. Okay. So the word of, the words of Jesus Christ are spiritually alive. Jesus Christ did the word. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I'm going to talk about how you get wisdom. How do you get wisdom? Because if any message is necessary in this time, wisdom is a prophetic message that everybody needs. Because first place, I'm going to tell you, wisdom, and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to talk about discernment now, which is not, is, not, is not wisdom. It is a part of the manifold wisdoms of God. And Ephesians uses this, says that the manifold wisdoms of God, manifold means layers of wisdom a manifold so discernment is a a form of wisdom but discernment is when you train your spirit to know what's right and how do you train your spirit to know what's right by the word of god that's right did you know that so if you're not founded in the word you're a spiritual flake and i'm sure you don't know your right hand from your left hand because you get discernment by training your spirit by the word so you've got to study the word this is this is the way it is oh no i got a rhema i got a rhema oh i i know people that have rhemas oh the lord you know the lord told me to uh you know do something crazy and you're like lord didn't tell you to do that oh yeah he didn't no he didn't okay and uh but not founded in the word and because of that you can be very flaky so i want to talk about this Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23. This is what it says. Turn you at my reproof, and behold, I'll pour my spirit unto you, and I'll make known my word unto you. Okay. So in Proverbs, he says, turn, repent at my rebuke, at my reproof. Repent. Okay. Repent, turn away from your sins, and I will make known. I'll give you revelation, understanding of my word. Okay, this is what he says. Okay, so turn you at my reproof, and behold, I'll pour my spirit unto you. So I, I thought you could just study and intellectualize and surmise. You could calculate, figure it out, intellectually, the word. That's not biblical. What does he say? Turn you at my reproof. Repent, and I'll make known my word unto you. I'll give you understanding of the word. So we got people preaching, you don't need to turn from your sins. You can live ungodly and listen to us. We're wise. But they couldn't be wise. Because to live in rebellion to God is foolishness. See? And that's why it says in Proverbs that, that wisdom is, is out of the reach of a fool. And they're promising you life while they themselves are the servants of unrighteousness. They're trees that are twice dead. Twice dead. What do you mean they're trees that are twice dead? It says that in the book of Jude. Twice dead. Well, when you weren't born again, you were dead in your sin. How can a person be twice dead? Oh, they were born again, 
they've fallen from walking with the Lord and they're spiritually dead again twice dead that's right Jude warns about people that are, who are twice dead turn you out my reproof and I'll pour out my spirit unto you and I'll make my uh, my words known to you listen don't buy Genesis 3 3 the devil's lie that knowledge can make you wise it cannot you you have to repent so if, if you're not repenting sin makes you you know stupid it's true that's what it does to you and the fear of the Lord is to depart from evil it's not to extrapolate departing from evil it's not it's not to discuss how bad sin is and how bad its effects are upon you it's not to, to even understand how bad sin is and how and, and, and what effect it will have upon you. The fear of the Lord is, it's an action, is to depart from evil, period. So if somebody is not departing from evil and not preaching to do so, then they have a pseudo-wisdom. we got a lot of that today, don't we? We do. We do. And we got to be careful. We can't be impressed with what wisdom we do have. Because if we have any good sense at all, it's from God. In fact, in the Hebrew, the word wisdom is more akin to the word common sense in discipline. Did you know that? It's the truth. Really, the word wisdom in the Hebrew, the book of Proverbs, is more common sense and discipline. Discipline is doing something you don't want to do, but you know you need to, right? Discipline is doing something you don't want to do, but you know you need to. Common sense is knowing what is right and doing it. So understanding what is right and doing it, that is, I I don't know what happened. Um, I've got high-speed internet here. But um, maybe I was thrown off um, because I have been, and I've got high-speed internet here, and this just completely crashed. I have no explanation for that, y'all. So anyways, I'm back up again. Um, I'm going to have to be finishing on that point. there is a lot of spiritual warfare and uh, that has the enemy has tried to bring against this ministry and I hope you see that and are, are aware of that um, so anyways God bless you I am back amen God bless you no it's not and I doubt that it's my Wi-Fi um, why would I say that? Because I have high-speed internet here. And my high-speed internet says that it's like jamming right now. And then my program... Uh, but let's not be conspiracy people. We don't know. I mean, this, this could have just been something that just happened. But anyways, it, it also could be because uh, I'm a Christian. Um, and uh, that, that's a possibility. And we don't want to think that that's a conspiracy or anything like that. 
um, they, you know, that is a possibility. Um, since you could be anything you want to be here on YouTube, but if you're a Christian or conservative, um, you're going to be uh, attacked. That is a fact. So, um, which is very interesting. And uh, I'm actually going to try to finish what I was saying. I appreciate you guys that are warriors that came back. I hope you realize that we're, we must be doing something right here because we have been smashed. And, 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 and I pray, I'm, listen, y'all, um, I'm going to ask for some of you to do some pretty crazy warrior stuff here right now. Um, starting today... I would, I would ask that some of you would join me in a just one meal, just not eating after five o'clock. That's going to be it for 20 days. And you're like, are you serious? Yes, maybe you could do it 10 days. Maybe you can do it five days. But um, I'm asking that some of you might consider one meal that is not just one meal, no snacking, no, no, no raiding the refrigerator, okay? But after, at five o'clock would be, you would not eat after five o'clock, okay? Okay. And I know that there might be some exceptions. Maybe you're trying to get to a restaurant before that time or something, you know, and it's like, 10 minutes after or something, whatever, like a fast food place or whatever. But I'm asking that you guys, some of you, would really consider, uh, seriously consider doing a fast of one meal, uh, which it's not, that's not the right way to preface this, um, that you would not eat anything after five o'clock until eight o'clock the next morning and that you do that with me and it, you would pray against the spiritual warfare that we have had come against us because the enemy wants to silence us and that you would be praying and interceding with us and even if you just take five minutes a day to remember and say lord i'm lifting up and i've given this mill up to pray for pastor john and for favor with him and and against spiritual warfare that has tried to sh shut up his voice and, and, and to uh, shadow ban him and take him down and that you would go and, 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 and make a commitment whether it's, I'd like it to be 20 days that some of you warriors would go with me for 20 days not eat anything after 5 o'clock at night and make a commitment to, to focus on the spiritual warfare that has tried to take this ministry down and take this ministry out okay and uh, that's radical. And I know that's radical for some of you. But that's what I'm, I'm asking, that some of you would do that. Okay? I would appreciate it if you, if you would do that. Amen? Uh, Elon Musk Starlink is, uh, is, is, uh, is he, he wants like 100 bucks a month or something. And this is not, and by the way, my, my, my signal dropping has nothing to do Love you, man. It has nothing to do with that. 
my signal says that I'm like the highest internet right now. I've got a, I have a, I have a device that's like worth thousands of dollars in here. Uh, I, that is, um, basically what it does is the same as having a satellite. And according to this right now, and its readings are that I am high, high internet, that my signal never dropped, that it never fluctuated. It's a very, it's a professional, what I have um, is what professional businesses own. If, if you go into a, um, if you go, uh, it, it costs more than, than uh, Elon Musk uh, um, equipment, by the way. What I have actually costs more than Elon Musk equipment, okay? And it's, it's uh, oh my, I forget what, I think it, it covers 5,000. No, no, that's way, that's way too, it, it's like a massive amount. It's like a big, big professional building, like a commercial building or something. This is the internet that will service a large area. And, and what I have here, I, I forget what you call it, but I paid a lot of money, more than what that Elon Musk has. And this thing is like, this would give like, if you were like a commercial building or something, and you had a bunch of people in there, this would give them all internet, okay? That's what I have here. It's a professional thing for businesses, and it's not something that, that people buy for their houses. It's a professional thing that are for businesses. And like, you know, like Starbucks would have something like this, but they don't even have this. Starbucks is lower degree, but I'm saying a place where a lot of people are on the internet, this is more powerful than that. So my signal, uh, I doubt that my signal, signal dropped. Uh, and, and I know about Elon Musk thing because I checked into it and I heard a lot of people saying that uh, he promises you one thing, and then after a few months, he tells you you got to pay like if you want the high, uh, high, the high uh, capacity. Then he tells you you got to pay like you know 280 or something dollars. Go check it out. Go uh, go do research on what people are saying, who have had it, and how that he he price gouges everybody. And uh, I've heard a lot of people out there. So go do um, uh, some stuff on that but that actually is a distraction from what I'm talking about and I'm not going to be distracted from the purposes of the kingdom of God um, you can't do that okay I'm going to get back on this guys um, that's what soldiers do they they don't they don't quit nothing on that video violated anything so you guys watch if that video is taken down you will know you will know that I'm being targeted Right? You guys are my witnesses. If that video is taken down, it violated nothing. You go read, go read the guidelines. I would suggest all of you go read the guidelines. If that video is taken down, you will you will realize the war that we're in. You will realize what's going on. Uh, maybe by saying this, it won't be taken down. But you guys and I, we're totally awake to what's happening because you watch. Okay, if that happens, you'll understand that this is this is a war on Christianity. It's a war on conservatism. Okay, that's what this is about. It's a spiritual war. Understand, it's a spiritual war that we're going in. And that's why I'm that's why I get back on because you've got to be aggressive. That's what I'm talking about. You've got to be intense. You can't just say, oh <laughs> my program went down. No, you can't be that way. That's not the kingdom of God. This is not a time for pity. This is a time for war. This is not a time for pity. This is a time for war. A war against unrighteousness in spiritual areas. This is not a battle of the natural. This is a battle of the supernatural. 
discern what's going on. Discern what is happening. This is not a battle of the natural. This isn't got to do in conjunction to natural elements. Guarantee you 100%. This is a supernatural battle. And our weapons are spiritually powerful. And that's why I'm calling people to fast and to pray. Okay. And I, and I also would ask that, hey, look, at pray about giving to the ministry because this takes financing. I'm just going to say, I never, I never say that, but I'm going to say that real quickly. Okay. I took some pretty, I had some pretty big setbacks in a way here recently. I'm not going to discuss that. I'm just I'm leaving at that. Just pray if the Lord leads you. Okay, we're doing okay. We'll make it through. But just pray uh, because we make it because of faithful people who give. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But I appreciate all you warriors out there who do uh, donate to this 513 ministry and help us to do this. But but it's not easy getting out here on the front line and preaching the truth and, and not receiving opposition in, in many of other different ways. I mean, I've even received death threats from people more than one time. Do you go, really? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, and, and I've had people that were like witch, witches and Satan worshipers write all kinds of crazy stuff to me. I've even been told, I didn't even believe, I'll tell you something, I didn't believe, this is what the truth, I used to not believe when people said that people, uh, witches are, witchcraft is, is coming against you. I used to always say, whatever. I'm under the blood of Jesus. And I didn't believe it until I had a vision myself and the Lord told me, witchcraft is coming against you. And I'm like, what? You got to be praying and rebuking. And that's, I, I don't, I don't do that daily. I don't even do it regularly, but I do it once in a while. But I plead the blood of Jesus. But sometimes I, I rebuke the, the powers of the air when I feel led because we are in a spiritual battle and there is things these witches were trying to put curses on me. They rode me. These Satanists tried to actually hijack and get inside of my website. Said they were Satanists. Said they were Satanists. Okay. So the devil is defeated. Jesus is Lord and we overcome. But please, I, I just pray that you would uh, uh, join us in fasting and prayer. Amen. That's what I would ask. And, and I'm leaving it at that. Okay, but I'm not unapologetic for everything I've said because this ministry, we're gonna we're on the front line and we're not gonna back down. Okay, so if you wonder what was being said before we were cut off, I was in a very important message. Um, you're gonna want to listen to that tape. If you haven't listened to the other one, please listen to that one. Okay, and unless if the Lord gives me a prophetic word, maybe I'll just won't do a, a tape for a day or two just to make sure everybody can catch up with watch, watching both of those videos. Okay. Um, unless the Lord gives me a word, but I, I want to get back into wisdom and, and, uh, the devil doesn't want to hear, like I said, that's a prophetic word. And so, uh, I like what, uh, one prophet said, I, let me read from what one that I, I, I follow, uh, I'm always listening and, and, and seeking the Lord on the prophetic. I like what Rick Joyner actually said, um, about the prophetic. Well, he, what he said was that if you are doing God's will, you're going to get tacked by hell big time. Okay, I already know that myself, obviously, and I preach that here. But I like just, just you know, you hear the truth 
and then you have to hear it again. And you hear the truth, you got to hear it again. This is what I'm talking about, how the wisdom comes by the word and that you renew your mind by the word, but but your mind does not stay renewed. You have to keep it renewed by renewing it daily by the word. That's what I was talking about. The devil doesn't want the people to hear that. Does that make sense? He doesn't want people free because I can guarantee if you watch this program, you're going to get the truth and you're going to get free. And the devil does not want you free. So he's going to do everything in his power to stop people who are preaching the word. Because so many people are preaching a lot of stuff, but not the word of God. So does it make sense that I would be on the uh, on a on a target of Satan? Absolutely. So what is our weapons? Prayer, intercession. Okay. All right. I can't actually found, find where, where he said that in here. But he talked about it um, in, in one of his books I've been reading and that we've been doing a Bible study through and stuff. Um, he basically said, and I agree, he says that whenever you're spiritually advancing, whenever you're a spiritual uh, threat to the devil, he will take everything out in his power to take you out. Okay? And that you should not allow yourself to get into a pity trip or be upset or retreat but you got to stand your ground and you got to press in you don't that's what you got to do it shows bad character to do otherwise okay so so anyways as I, I, I got back into it I'll just go real quickly understanding what is right understanding what is right and doing it is wisdom Then James is, is shows the backside of that. James 4, 17 says, To him that knows what is right and doesn't do it, it's evil. See? And the Bible says that sin is foolishness. See? Then Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23 says, Turn you at my reproof, repent. Repentance is a catalyst for wisdom. And I will make my words known to you. I'll give you understanding of the word of God. So repentance is the catalyst for revelation. And understanding comes by the Holy Ghost and not by the intellect. And so God speaks to us by the logo and by the rhema. And we need both of them. We don't. That is, we need the, the prophetic word that comes into our life by the Holy Spirit directly from others. But we also need the word, the living word that's been written down, the logos, to become alive in our spirits daily. Because it's the sword of the spirit. It's for the, listen, and the sword is for both defense and offense. You need the word of God. If you're not reading the word of God daily, you are going to be taken out. You can't have your mind renewed without it. You can't obey God without it. You can't even know or discern what God wants you to do, the will of God, what righteousness is and unrighteousness is. You need the word of God to train you spiritually, make you a mature person. You have to understand this. So you may say, I don't know what God wants me to do. 
Well, I'm going to read what he says right here. Psalms 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. See, the word of God will tell you what to do every day. So you're like, well, I didn't get a dream. I didn't get a vision. I haven't heard a prophetic word. No, the word of God is, is sufficient. It is living. It is life. The Holy Ghost will talk to you and quicken the word of God so you won't know what to do. It's a, it's a light unto your feet. But see, these people today, they're so flaky. They're just all waiting for a prophetic word from the Lord. You're flake. I love you, but you're a flake. And, I, and I'm a warrior. And I'm not backing down. And we're going to take this earth from the devil. Ultimately, not now, but we're taking as much as we can this time. Jesus said to occupy till I come. He never said to be focused completely, 100% like, is he coming back today? No, we're to look to the coming of the Lord, but we're not to be like totally focused on that. We're to occupy till, Jesus said, occupy till I come. What does he mean? He says, be knowing what you're supposed to be doing and focusing on that here now. We're to be taking the kingdom of God. A lot of people, their eschatology is all jacked up, by the way, but I'm not going to get into that right now. They don't even understand the kingdom of God. God wants us to conquer unrighteousness in this world, to vanquish wickedness, to save the lost, and to manifest his glory. Not to be a bunch of chickens running and hiding in bunkers. This is a time of exploits, demonstration, that's what this is a time of. This is a time for the army of God to rise up. Instead of hiding somewhere in some bunker, all afraid of everything and everyone. This is not what this time is. That's, that's wrong. Okay. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now I wrote here afterwards. If you lack discernment, obey God. And you will increase in understanding. Okay? If you lack discernment, obey God, and you will increase in understanding. Is that biblical? Well, let's go to Scripture again. Psalms 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they who do His commandments. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. Do what God's Word says. You'll have good understanding. You'll know what to do today. I don't know what your will is. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's because you become a, 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 a person that's only waiting for a prophetic rhema from God. Listen, the logos is as important as a rhema. And some, and some senses are exactly 100% the same. Okay? Truthfully. Just different administrations and operations of how they work. That's a good way of putting it. Okay? Understanding about the Word of God. Psalms 119.99 I have more understanding than my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. 
So how can a student excel to the point that he has more wisdom than the person who taught him? He says by application, participation. So you've got to do something. Faith without works is dead. Don't be a hearer of the word only deceiving your own self. James chapter 1, verse 23. Do not only be a hearer of the word and not a doer deceiving your own self. The word there in the Greek is being delusional. Many of you are delusional. And therefore you don't discern. And you need discernment. Discern. I love you all. I love you all. And I do. And I believe every one of you here is a warrior. Every one of you. And I appreciate all of your input. Amen. Every single one of you. I believe it. And I believe you're going to all be overcomers. Because I know that the Lord is right, is, is put into my heart to raise up an army of militant Christians. And that is not physical, but supernatural. Amen. To, to, to be strong and to be warriors. So, David said he had more wisdom than people that taught him because he put the word of God into practice. Okay. Psalms 119, verse 98. Thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than my enemies. In, the, in simple English, you made me wiser through your word than my enemies. You wouldn't be wiser than the devil. You can only do that through the word of God. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. He said the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You need that for offensive and defensive weapons. You need it. Okay, you need that. All right. Okay. In order for there to be transfer, uh, in order for there to be transformation, there must be participate uh, participation. In order for there to be transformation, there must be participation. Obeying the word of God. Obeying the word of God. Ignorance of the word of God is darkness. That is not having a revelation by the Holy Spirit because you haven't turned away from your sins. It causes spiritual darkness. You'll not comprehend the time and the season that we're in. You'll not know what's going to happen. Okay? And we do want to know because we need to be able to traverse this time in this world. We need to be able to do that. Amen? Amen. First Corinthians 3.18 A lot of people have never understood the scripture. Let no man deceive himself. If any among you seemeth to be wise in this world, 
let him become a fool that he might be wise. What did he say? If any among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he might be wise. Did you know you have to become a fool before you can become wise? You have to recognize that you don't know nothing at all. That the Genesis 3.3, that knowledge is not wisdom and cannot make you wise. It cannot. Not without revelation that gives you understanding. And that doesn't make you wise. Because according to scripture, understanding what is right and doing it, that is wisdom. Okay? Actions must be a part of wisdom. Or it is pseudo-wisdom. It is what James is talking about. To him that knows what is right, has revelation and insight, and doesn't do what's right, he said that's evil, that's foolishness. All right. Deuteronomy. Chapter 4, verse 5, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that ye should go, do so in the land, whether ye go to possess it. Keep therefore, and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations. See, when you obey God, this is your wisdom and understanding in the sight of the nations. If you don't, they consider you a hypocrite and a fool. That you preach one thing and do another. You can never ever separate actions with wisdom. You cannot separate actions from wisdom. You cannot do it. It is not wisdom. I'm not going to get into more on this today. I'm going to stop at that point. But I'm going to quote from... Uh, Matthew I think it's uh, I'm not sure but I think it's Matthew 4 if my memory serves me right let's see it's the Holy Spirit that brings things back to my mind a lot of times it's not just my natural mind but um, to be honest um, I'm going to give the Lord the honor on that because sometimes I do forget things completely but the Holy Spirit remembers everything and brings them back to my mind. So Matthew 4, okay, verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. All scripture proceeded out of the mouth of God. Is that biblical what I'm saying? Well, let's go look. All scripture is given by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Let's get the Bible involved in this. Okay. Second Timothy chapter three sixteen. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly finished unto all good works. So all scripture, the word of God, is all given by inspiration, breathed, it's breathed, it's rhema, 
All the word of God is rhema. Okay? You get personal rhemas. And there is the Greek word for rhema and logos. I get that. But they're interchangeable in many ways. And that is, it is the truth. Okay? So do not glorify the prophetic above the word of God. The word of God is your plumb bob. That's how you'll know if someone's off by the word of God. Okay? The word of God is breathed. So what is the scripture we're talking about here? Matthew 4, 4. But he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Listen, you need the word of God. Okay? Making it in the, in the final thing, the analysis of all of this, is you need the word of God. Uh, David said in one scripture, he said, um, I meditated on my path. And I turned my feet to your commandments. Here's another good scripture. Wherewith will a young man cleanse his way, but by taking heed unto thy word. So that's uh, Psalms 119.9. And I want to go there real quickly. And you're foolish if you think, and I'm, this is from a man that'll turn 50, 58 uh, next month. You're foolish if you think this only applies to young men. That's a silliness. He's just addressing a young man in that scripture. Okay. It's David. Okay. Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? How will you straighten out your path? How will you get on the right path? How will you get your life right with God? How will you how will you recalibrate? How will you do it? How are you going to get where you need to be spiritually? How are you going to get on the right path? How are you going to get yourself right with God? How are you going to do that? You're going to do it some other way? Well, I, I, there's, someone's going to pray for me. No, 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 no. That's unbiblical. I've proven that before. You have to take heed to the word of God. What does the word of God say about this? Wherewith shall a young, old man, or a woman, young woman, old woman, okay. wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way, but by taking heed according to thy word? You're not going to fix yourself with psychology, humanism. You're not going to fix yourself by, you know, listen, these self-help books are about success. It's all about success, which is all about narcissism. Okay. Victory is what we're looking for. And I'll use the word success, but really the people in the world are always talking about success. It's about you getting everything you want. That's opposed to the kingdom of God, which is you've got to be willing to lose your life to gain your life. You've got to be willing to forsake everything to, to, to receive the kingdom of God. Okay? So we are not teaching you that thinking. Okay? We're not teaching you that. What, what I'm talking about is how do you get right with God? Humanism, psychology, motivational speaking. No. 
the entrance of thy word giveth light. That's that's from the book of Psalms. The entrance of thy word giveth light. He says, by thy word is thy servant warned. He said, if you hearken diligently and obey my word, I'll bless you. He said, my word will be wisdom and understanding to you. Okay, he says, that is in the context, he says, if you keep my word, it'll be wisdom and understanding. So what is it if you know his words and you don't do it? It's foolishness and folly to you. I just read it from Deuteronomy. He says, if you do what I say, it'll be wisdom and understanding to you. But if you don't, it'll be foolishness and folly. Okay, so we need to hearken to the word of the Lord. You want to know God's will for your life? It says, don't fornicate. That's God's will for your life. You know what God's will for your life is? Don't be a drunkard. That's God's will for your life. You know what's God's will for your life? Fast. Fasting isn't a suggestion. Jesus didn't say, if you fast, he said, when you fast. You want to know God's will for your life? Pray. You want to know God's will for your life? Study the scripture. He said, I meditate on your word day and night. You want to know God's will for your life? Forgive your neighbor. You, you want to know God's will for your life? Feed the hungry. You want to know God's will from your life? Flee from sin. Any questions? I heard the Lord speak something to me recently. And it was kind of shocking. And I'm going to close this up. And I love you all. And I appreciate you all. I'm a little upset today because of what just happened here. But that just shows I'm a warrior because I don't retreat. This is what the Lord told me. I'm just trying to go back and hear it. I hear my technical stuff. That's why I have it. I can go back on that also. What the Lord spoke to me recently was this. It's a word for a lot of you. I've been praying for about six months. Pretty intensely feeling a strong desire to understand more about the times and the seasons. And what we're going to do during the times and seasons. Because um, years ago I've got it documented that I had visions that that uh, a food shortage would come to the United States of America for like four to, I don't know, it was four to five years ago or something like that. I don't know when it was, but years and years ago beyond that, I had visions about America going through food shortage. But here I've got an archive on this website, and, and we even redid that video again. We put it out again so people could see it. A lot of people, you might have been one of those people that subscribed when you saw that that video, if you read the date, you're like, well, this is from years ago, and I'm saying around... I was in 2018, that one video, but I had visions years before that. And I'm talking about those visions. And I say around, and I literally said around 2021, a food shortage will start in the United States of America. Wow, that's 2018. And it's, it's archived here on this website. And so, listen, I've seen this. I've seen in many, many visions about this. Okay, and I saw them many years before that, years before that. So, so food shortages are going to come in this season. Unrest 
is going to come in this season. Yes, good things are going to happen in the United States of America. It's true. Some of you are like, really? Yes, they will. God is going to deal with the spirit of Babylon and Jezebel in this country. He is going to. I can tell you that is going to happen. Okay. But we are going to have to have the word of the Lord, both Rhema and Logos in this season. There's a perfect time to just put that down, how important the discernment of the two are. We're going to have to have both Rhema and Logos in this season to survive the time. We have to have it, people. And here's what the Lord told me one day. When I was like, God, I want to understand more. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said this to me. One morning, I was clear as day, he said this to me. He said, I will tell you. He says, you don't, this is what he told me. Exact words, I can't remember, but I remember exactly what he said. He told me that when you get to where you need to know, I'll tell you. But until you get there, you don't need to know what you're going to need to know. Certain things you, God will tell you, hey, prepare this way or that. But other things, he's, he just told me, he says, you don't need to know. I wish I could remember exactly. I didn't write it down, but I remember exactly what he said. And, 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 and uh, that was more important than to remember it verbatim. And he told me that I'll tell you when you get there what to do. Right now, you don't need to know. I'll tell you when you get there what to do but right now you don't need to know and a lot of times we want to know every detail of what we're to do on the strategic level but all we need is is wisdom for today because all that we can conquer is today right now and Jesus said take no thought for tomorrow for tomorrow will take thought for itself and then he says, because there's a, the sufficient are the evils of the, this day. In other words, there's going to be enough trials today. Don't worry about tomorrow. The Holy Spirit told me very clearly. I was just like so clear to me. I'll, I'm going to tell you when those days come. I'm going to give you some insight. As the Holy Spirit says, he'll speak of things to come. But also, I'm telling you, for a lot of you out there, listen, when you get there, when things go down, God is going to tell you more. He'll give you more information when you need it. Right now, you don't need it. The Lord told me that as clear as ever. You don't need it, John. I thought I, I was like, I need more revelation. I've got this program. I need more revelation. Give me more understanding on how to handle the times and what we're to do and everything else. Give me more insight on what I should do, what I shouldn't do. You know, because it's like, you know, trying to prepare. And the Lord told me, when you when you get there and you need to know, I'll let you know. So for a lot of you, don't allow yourself. And that was a spirit of anxiety that was trying to get on me. And so the Lord just spoke to me one day clearly, and it put that spirit of anxiety to sleep. Okay, So the enemy was trying to give me a spirit of anxiety. And, and yes, I'm human just like everybody else. And so the enemy was trying to do that. Amen. Amen. But uh, God bless you all. Thank you so much. Uh, good to see you. Hey, God bless you, uh, Matt. Good to see you out there, bro. Hope you're doing well. Aaron, Lily, Daniel. Um, uh, I know who this is, but I forgot. But anyways, God bless you also. Um, 
out there. I'm not, I'm not sure. What is that? I'm not sure what that is. Um, God bless you all. Uh, good to see you, uh, Kelly. Lord bless you all uh, to the program. It's always good to see faithful people and um, blessings and glory and honor. Let's be praying. And what I did earlier say is if some of you would like to go on, uh, just stop. Just don't eat after 5 o'clock. I'm, I'm, I'm starting today for 20 days. Okay? It's going to be no eating after 5 o'clock for 20 days. That's what I'm doing. And I'm asking people to join me in that, in a fast, for this ministry against spiritual warfare so that we can get out God's word. Amen? And to join me in that. Okay? And if you can only go in five days or ten days, go ahead and do it. I did it. I did 21 days with just just giving up, uh, not eating after 5 o'clock. I think I lost like 15 pounds or something. That's because, I, but, but, uh, but I don't, you know, you generally I've been a raider. You know, I, you know, I, I you know, I, I would raid the refrigerator. So I'd have dinner and then, you know, then the, then the refrigerator's calling me, you know, at different times of the night and I'm getting up and, and even like two and three in the morning, I'd get up and I'd go out and grab a snack. So I lost like uh, 15 pounds or something. So, I mean, there's benefits. So maybe you can do that. And even if you just pray, help you pray for me every day, but maybe, maybe uh, you just pray five minutes. Lord, I'm praying for John and I've given up this food from five o'clock until eight o'clock the next morning. I've given this food up to pray for his ministry, to pray that the, that the, the, you'd remove the obstacles and you'd remove the, the opposition of the devil and you would give him divine favor, that you'd anoint him, that you would give him prophetic words for this this nation and for the nations of the earth. Um, so let's, you know, let's be uh, coming together and agreeing on that stuff. Amen. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, I'll come back as the Lord leads it on my heart. I may come back tomorrow. If the Lord puts something on my heart, I'll come back tomorrow. Amen. Amen. But uh, God bless you. And I appreciate you all. Amen. So anyways, I'm looking down here. By the way, you all, hit that like button, people. Hit that like button. You, it, you actually gets us out there. Hit the like button. It's so important for you to hit the like button. Um, do subscribe to my backup channel. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna change the name of that backup channel. I'm not sure, but I, I was I don't know. I was thinking of changing the name of that backup channel to like um, uh, Pastor John's uh, backup channel or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Give me give me your thoughts about it for that backup channel. You know know about the backup channel, my other YouTube backup channel. Give me your opinion on that. Um, it's it's like it's called Elijah's School of the Prophets, uh, is is what it is now. Um, anyways, I'm I'm praying about that. I'm not really sure. I'm I'm not necessarily praying. I am prayerful prayerful about it, but I haven't made it a, a matter of prayer that's that's inaccurate. Um, but pray with me on that. Uh, should I just change it to like the 
the final stand backup channel or something like that. I don't know. Um, anyways, please do subscribe to it. Um, we just started advertising it. Really hadn't done anything with it. And uh, it's only right now very small. But if I can get it to a 1,000, um, that channel, then I can do live videos over there as well. So it would be good to have two channels that we can do live live on it. Okay. Uh, the interesting thing is, to be honest, I should receive an award from YouTube for being the best approved YouTube rebel. I should. Because I have sought to obey every one of their rules completely. I don't have to ethically and morally agree with them to abide by their rules. And I never, ever buck up against their system. And I make sure that every video and everything I do now is compliance because I have other platforms also. I'm on... I'm on uh, 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 Gab and on Rumble. I don't do stuff often there, but sometimes I do. I also have a podcast, and sometimes I do stuff on that po podcast. So, um, you know, I, I know that I can say and do other things other places. Uh, though, to be honest, YouTube is the best platform going, and that's why I'm like, why would I not want to have a good YouTube channel? It, to me, it's the best platform going for media. But, uh, it's just spiritual warfare, people, because I haven't violated their rules in so long. And then I got a strike from a video just to go to show you on defense of what I'm saying. They had to go look and find a video from a year ago to give me a strike and ban my website for like a week. Okay. Couldn't find anything recently. And, and, and most people would say, wow, that, we really appreciate that. You made such an effort. You're a customer of ours. And, you know, you don't want to punish your customers the people who are your base of, of your of your program, you know, um, you know, in business, and I and I've I, I've been a pastor many times in my life, but I've also been in business in my life, and I've been in top business positions in my life. You know, you never want to um, attack your 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 customer base. You don't want to destroy the foundation. There's a lot of conservatives on YouTube. A lot of people of faith. That's not a way. Listen, listen. Um, people, dinosaurs, people never thought dinosaurs were going to go extinct. Uh, Genghis Khan never saw that he, uh, how he would end. Uh, Attila the Hun, uh, Hitler, uh, uh, Mussolini, Mao Zedong, um, Hitler, whoever it is. They never saw it. Some people tend to never think that they think that like they're unbeatable and undefeatable. But be humble. Hubris has been the fall of all people. Pride always brings you down. You don't want to attack your customer base. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do that. I, I'm just saying business-wise, that's what I think. I don't think that's a business success strategy. I think it's a guaranteed uh, strategy for defeat. And I believe that throughout history, and I'm a person who studied history a lot in my life, you'll see that it was generally hubris or narcissism that brought people to defeat who thought they were unbeatable. And, and, and people, humble people like me that said stuff like this to different people and warned them, they, they, ah, whatever. And then later they turned out to be the wise man. It's like, yeah, I saw it coming, but you didn't. And you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't pay attention. You were so puffed up and proud. You thought you were above any rules or laws. 
and that that you could rule and do stuff, but you were taken down. I mean, that's happened to all types of kings and kingdoms and militaries uh, throughout history, and history has uh, a way of repeating itself unless you learn from it. Um, that's a little wisdom right there, people. <laughs> God bless you all. Pastor John, thank you so much for following the program. And if the Lord leads you to give, uh, you can look in the description, and we do appreciate it. Shalom.